Jesus freak. Oh, man. What will people I honestly do forgot what I was going to say. It's true. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't really care. Akira probably doesn't remember that song because she was drunk during it. She was falling down the stairs. Yeah, I was draw- <laughs> falling down the stairs, and I'm honestly kind of blanking on that question. What are you All talking about? Because that- that's Toby Mac. Jesus, no, freak. it's not. It was. It no, was it's like not. It's DC Talk. He was in DC Talk, and then he went solo. Yeah, he was. So it it was Toby Mac. Yeah. Wait, what? what will people yes, think he's when old. He's like, that I'm he's like, yes, look it up. Sixty. He's old. He's like fifty or sixty. Oh my gosh, that there's just, no way that literally just blew my mind. Yeah, Toby Mac was, or in DC he was Talk. either. He's in the it. Christian Justin Timberlake. Oh my god, he kind of <laughs> is. <laughs> Wait, yeah, it's the three guys. It's Michael Tate, Toby Mac, and someone else. You guys. Oh, was formed out of Liberty. That's interesting. I do know that he went to Liberty. I did know that. Okay. Who is the All third? Right. Well, I didn't see that coming. Well, you're welcome. And I'm not I sure. I can recover. I'm Kevin not sure. Max. How do I feel about that? That's This might be worse than the pregnancy. <laughs> hey, that's progress. Wait. <laughs> that's, it's that's moving up. progress. I actually think I still have the CD in oh my, my home. That's insane to so, me. Are you guys jealous now that I did go to a Toby Mac concert and fell down the steps? Um, no. I've already <laughs> been to like 800 Toby Mac concerts. That doesn't make your story any cooler. Yeah. All you have to do is is pay $10 to go to Winter yeah, Jam. I was going to say in. Winter Jam from like yeah. 2000. Everybody went to freaking Winter Jam. Hey, it's Casey. I'm Meredith. And this is Kiara. And we're three best friends in a long distance relationship. We've learned some valuable lessons along the way over the last 10 years of being friends. Now let's get to it because... Hey guys, welcome back to It's Been Forever. I'm Meredith. I'm Kiara. And I'm Casey. And this episode is kind of a little different. It's kind of a tone shift. Um, Casey, do you want to explain this episode a little bit? Yeah. Um, so what you guys are about to hear in the beginning of this episode is a conversation we really never intended on having. Um, so basically, I was having kind of a crappy day at work and the weight of reality was kind of sinking in on me and I kind of had a little bit of a meltdown it, I think is the best way we can describe it you guys <laughs> was a meltdown a little, little bit um and I was basic essentially you're gonna hear a lot of tears on my end and it is a, it's a it's a conversation about every bit of insecurity that you can have as a woman in terms of pregnancy and the radical changes that happen, not only within your body, but your life and the reality you've ever known, which is just you and taking care of yourself in life. And so um, when I say this is a conversation we never t- intended on having, it, I as soon as I log into uh, the network that we use the podcast or that we record the podcast on, 
we just hit record and we don't even think about it. And I was like, guys, we, I don't know if I can even record tonight. And this is a genuine conversation you hear between the three of us. And so we really felt like this is a conversation that needs to be heard by any woman out there. And I think even though um, a majority of this is is going to deal with pregnancy. I think there's so much of it that resonates with um, many feelings that we have as women of feeling not enough, etc. You'll hear as we listen. But um, I am I I do also want to give a disclaimer. I like I said I'm I'm crying. I am also so stuffed up because I was crying in. <laughs> the beginning of this and I also find myself um sick today and so I also sound stuffed up so this is this is entirely like so at this point we are recording sound the exact I will same. sound the same yeah. but it is, it is separate this so was we, back in like October yes yeah. we recorded this in October <laughs> yeah. and t- it's it's February what is it today February 15th when we we're recording this so I just happened <laughs> to sound like nasally on both days we recorded this um, so I just, and I, and I occasionally have like a little bit of like snot going on. So I just want to apologize for that. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah. this is a drinking game. Every time you hear her go, <laughs> take a shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, passed out by the end. <laughs> yeah. Everyone would actually die. It's so gross. Uh, that would actually be bad. No, I actually, I'm really excited that this is finally going out to the world because you get to hear three three very different perspectives at this point um both Meredith and Casey are pregnant obviously I am not so like you get to hear just like what it's like I think just it's almost like we weren't recording it was just like a regular old time one of us is like going through something and we just need to chat about it so you really get an intake into just kind of like being a fly on the wall in our conversation but we really hope that this resonates with you um that you will take something from it. Um, hopefully something that you're like, oh, wow, I wasn't the only one that felt that way. Or, oh, wow, I need to be more mindful of something that I say or something that I do. You know, I think it can just go a wide variety of um, just different places. So we just hope that you enjoy it. It's not going to sound the same. We're not going to have our typical segments, but it's going to be really, really good. And we just invite you into the conversation and we're excited that you get to get to hear about it. Yeah. I uh, like Casey or Kira, what you said about three different experiences. Like at this time that we recorded this, no one knew that either of us were pregnant. We knew uh, like Casey was probably like eight weeks. I think I was like 12 maybe. Um, but my husband and I, we were wanting to be pregnant. So this is something that we like we're excited about and wanted, but it still was like, oh my gosh, I have no control over what's happening to my body. And Casey and Bryce were not at all expecting to get pregnant. And so it was a total whirlwind, I think. Yeah. Um, and so I think this, I hope this resonates whether you are like, this is your plan and you're yeah. hoping that this happens or not. It still is hard. There's still hard parts and it's like, okay. Like, you don't have to feel guilty or feel shame for that. You're not a bad mom because of that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that's part of why we wanted to release this. We knew kind of at the time, too, like, okay, this is this is good. Like, we should release this at some point. Um, but we kind of wanted to wait till 
you know, it's a little more settled. We're yeah. kind of feeling more settled, settled into our pregnancies of like, yeah, like, oh, point. like I like uh, my baby's coming in less than three months. I feel like I feel way different now than I did then, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think from my perspective, too, I can speak for those who you know are just like have relationship with someone who is pregnant I think no matter who you are you're going to have someone whether it's a friend family member someone in your community I think it opens up like my eyes too to maybe not all so much the like roses and butterflies and like oh my gosh this is so beautiful because I'll be honest a lot of what you see typically especially on social media is all of the like the highs of people's lives obviously it's a highlight reel so I think this just shows that like people really for lack of better terms like struggle behind the scenes and I think that's part of being human I think we even say this in the podcast like that's just part of humanity and it shows me how to um and like invite those conversations in and how to not just be like oh my god like maybe like overly excited about something when it's like okay this is hard let's like walk through this together like how to be a friend in those moments rather than just like I don't know looking at someone's highlight reel because that's not all life is so it brings the humanity into it too from my perspective which I really like yeah um so yeah uh you will hear us at the end kind of reacting to this conversation after it's been a couple months obviously since october forever and yeah it's been forever forever. Um, and we'll we'll kind (laughs) of just follow up on some of the things we talk about and say where we are today so enjoy i guess i don't know if that's the right word but i'll just say here it is this is new for us pleasure for your listening pleasure (laughs) Pleasure. without further ado without further ado here's me weeping I just want all of this to just like melt away and I don't want to worry about it. And I don't yeah. want to think about it. And I yeah. think I'm also just like wanting peace about like what to do. And, and I was talking to a friend today. Like, I don't think I fully like come to terms with the fact that I'm having a child and mm. I think it would just be really selfish. And I, this is not what I wanted. Like if I'm being completely yeah. honest and I know that's like bad, but like and people are excited for me and I'm just like, I'm not there. I'm not excited. Like parts of yeah. me are, but I'm also like, this wasn't right. Like this wasn't when it was supposed to happen. And I, I feel guilty because mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to receive this child into the world as an exciting thing. And I'm just, yeah not that excited yeah that's it's a real thing to be mourning it's okay to mourn the end of this stage of life like you don't need to feel guilty about that because it is Mm. it's real like everything's going to change um and that doesn't mean that you're a bad mom or that doesn't mean that you don't love this child that just means that you're human and you had a great life before and it's scary Mm. to think about what's next yeah. And that's okay. Well, especially that's if you are like a planner and you do like to like be prepared for something. And if you're like, okay, like this would maybe would have been different if like we knew that we were trying for this time or whatever. And like, if you're like, 
okay, like this is not what I planned. And sometimes like when things don't go as like mentally as planned, at least I'm like, I like to organize my thoughts in my head and know all the details. And when there's like an unknown or like a something to mess up that, that thought. And obviously I can't speak to the pregnancy part, but just like that aspect. And that's a huge, like obviously like life change and change of faith, like life phase. So if you're not, weren't expecting that in that regard or at that time, like, I think that is a, like totally like real and valid, valid, valid feeling. Yeah. It's valid. Right. And I've rationalized this in my head, but at the end of the day, it's like, when do I start to get excited? Like I'm just waiting still to, I don't know. I just feel it's just guilt. And maybe, I don't know, maybe you won't be in that frame of mind until a long time or really close to it's birth. Here. And at, yeah. if that is the case, I think that's okay. I think Whatever. maybe don't put like a time or just like maybe by month one or month two or three, you know, like mm-hmm. take the time frame off of it. And because in due time it's good key i i do believe that it will come but i don't think there's like it has to be at this time the maternal instinct will like kick in you know yeah yeah just pray for me for that how does bryce feel does he feel the same yeah and i think like that's hard to sorry i'm disgusting that's hard too because i know like we're both kind of in the same place where we're like take it and so it's hard when like Mm -hmm. we're both not there and like he's yeah I don't know like he's like trying to be excited for me I'm trying to be excited for him but it's like both not real Mm, yeah and then I feel bad because I know the way that I think and the emotions that I feel and how I treat my body during this time also affects the baby like everything's all connected so I'm like okay well then I need to get in a better mood and I need to support the baby and all of these things and I need to be praying for this child and I need to be thanking God for this child and and I need to you know all of these things and I'm just like this big loop of just like but at the end, I'm like, why? But, and I know someday I'm going to look at that child and I'm like, wow, I can't even believe I ever thought this. But, like, I'm just not there yet. And I know there's a reason why this timing yeah. is happening now. And I'm just, mm. and, and I mean, you guys know I've felt about just like body stuff. And that's a whole other part of it. Mm. It's like things are already changing and getting different and I'm so scared that I'm going to mm. completely hate the way that I look already more than I already hate yeah. it and then I'm gonna like yeah. said this process and and I just I don't have that mindset mm. where people are like yeah but I'm proud of my body and what it did for me it's like mm. I I have struggled so hard for so many years and I 
it's it's hard to, like to just turn that off. It's not a switch. Yeah. I wish it was. Yeah. Yeah. No. I wish it was so bad. No. And like you know all the yeah. right answers. Like the things that you're saying of like, yeah, I I know that I'll be happy one day and I know that like this is amazing of what my body's doing. But at the end of the day you feel how you yeah. feel, you know? Yeah. I don't want to feel like I have to get to that point even too to like constantly validate myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I don't want to. Because I think that side can be toxic as well, where you're just constantly like, "Look what I did! Yeah. Look what I did! I'm yeah. so proud of myself, my body! Like I did this! I did this! Yeah. I did this!" And it's it's a partnership between you and, and the spirit to work together to make this miracle happen. Yeah. And it's just, um, yeah, it's. It's just I have to take that component out of it, and it's just like a disease in my mm. mind that I just can't get rid of, and it can yeah. be suppressed, and it can get smaller. And yeah, the hardest part is even yet to come. And the moment that that baby comes out, your body doesn't change right away. It takes a long time, and mm. yeah. and I, you know, I've heard this, especially working in a gym setting here you know, moms come in, like, I had a baby a couple months ago, and it's been really hard, or moms, like, I've Mm. had babies, like, four years ago, and I just, I don't feel the same, and I don't recognize myself, and I can sympathize with them, Yeah, but it's never been me, and so it's easy to talk to somebody, tell them all the right things, because I I work in a gym, I literally know the right things, Mm. I know all the things you're supposed to do, but at the end of the day, it was always about someone else and it wasn't about me. And now it's reality. And now it's something that I have to, it's something that I have to experience personally. And I'm so scared that I'm just going to fall down this rabbit hole of just that place of, Mm. that I can't can't crawl out of and that it's all consuming. Mm. And that scares me big time because I don't have time to feel that way when you have a baby Mm -hmm. you don't have time for that but also I mean sure but I mean to the both of you like you guys have never been in this stage of life before so I think it's would be good to like give yourself some grace of like you've never woken up and this day and been this far along tomorrow been this age this far along like give your give yourself some grace to like feel all of the things because you really you really have never your body hasn't been changed it hasn't been growing life inside of you ever and like i don't even know all the things that the freaking female body does <laughs> so i can't you know no, like i, I said i can't I speak to that those things american <laughs> it's it's but, like, wild it's stupid. what i hear and what you know what things i'm gonna learn from you like every day is different and i think that that is like it probably sounds so cheesy and like maybe you don't want to hear this but I think it is good to give yourself grace for all of those like new changing things like I always think too when I I mean even when I look at photos of myself when I was like 16 and in the prime of softball I'm like I was so this way and that way but I'm like that was when I was 16 and I am just not that way like physically anymore and I'm not doing the things that I was doing and so you're gonna be a 28 year old 
almost 28 year old mom like that that is like a new phase of life that your body hasn't grown into yet so it's almost like growing into that like yes you're physically growing someone but like also growing into something that a new bot a a new body and I think that's really uncomfortable like it seems like it would be really uncomfortable but like give your give yourself some grace for like being okay with that sadness because I think like we fluctuate especially women fluctuate so much but I can only imagine the like extremities that it goes to when you are in and like yes that goes on for like months and months and months and it just continues to grow and there will be an ending of that to that phase and then like something else will come so it's like I think give yourself grace to know that you've never you know you've never done this before and that that's wild to me even like to think like as a friend I'm like that is crazy even the like the little like this is like a peanut and then I'm like your body like considering like daily the the rapid rate of growth is like no wonder we feel yeah. like this no wonder we are exhausted no wonder we feel like sh- yeah. you know and i think too like our something i like have to keep reminding myself is like my body was meant to do this though like this isn't something that like is foreign to maybe it's foreign to my body because it's never done this before mm-hmm. but but that's what it, this body was created to do you know like to almost trust that yeah maybe doesn't look great like I have so many we talked about varicose veins before (laughs) my my boobs have never been so veiny show us (laughs) like (laughs) but but like but even that of like no but that's like what my body is meant to be doing at this point you know and that doesn't take away from like that I don't like that that's how it looks or it's uncomfortable Mm. but there's almost some comfort in that of like okay this isn't foreign like this isn't I'm not an abnormality Mm. what I do like I'm not alone in this Mm. sorry I didn't mean to cut you off what I what I do think that's okay what is so beautiful too about womanhood is because you can get the person like I was listening to what we said podcast and she was kind of saying that she's like hate doesn't like being pregnant like she's like she she's on her second uh second kid she's like honestly I just wish I could skip to the birth have the baby pop them out and like start living life like that because she doesn't like being pregnant there are some women that do love being pregnant there are some women that maybe don't literally look like they gained any weight except for in their belly there's some women that don't like there's such a like crazy spectrum and like i think that's kind of a really cool thing of like beauty of womanhood because honestly when you're young I feel like you're told one thing or you see one way because maybe a sibling maybe someone in your church that you're close to you see them like walk through pregnancy and birth and whatnot but I think like even you just you sharing this it's like honestly that's so real and like I think that there's so many women too that probably feel the same exact way out there and there could be just like so they're just like you can love it. You can hate it. You can feel this way. You can feel that way. Polarizing feelings, but like kind of what, what you were saying, Mary, of like women like going through this like together is like kind of like a crazy, that's a crazy thing. Like it's a crazy thing to create yeah. life in your body. And I, I, I know you're like, yeah, I know that the feelings are valid, but like I, I feel a lot of like, um, just like reassurance, like not 
as a pregnant person, like hearing someone being like, this is what I'm like afraid for. I feel like I value those kind of people more than ever. So if it just like right now is a testament, like what you're saying is actually an encouragement. It's not a discouragement. It's an encouragement to know that like you can feel this way and still, you know, still you know have a life growing inside of you while feeling scared and anxious and afraid and like all of these thoughts and um I think like obviously there's beauty at that but like for someone else to hear that it's like that's actually yeah what I what I love to hear is hear something like something like real like that because I think I would be probably in a like similar mental state so like I think I know we can't press fast forward because god's timing is just like not our timing but i think when months down the road when it is when the your babies are here like it's i honestly i'm gonna be so excited to hear because it's gonna change no matter what i mean maybe it won't be what you thought again but like i'm gonna be excited to see like what god does through like your own heart and mind because i think maybe that's what he's trying to refine right now is like your own like mental um, strength and view of your own self because yeah. that's you know been yeah. been a challenge and so I'm excited to see what you know what comes out yeah. of it and again I know it's like that's not where we're at now but yeah. oh, I, I get it and I, I know when that even, time comes that time yeah does come. I, I even wonder now <laughs> sorry it's not like a nasally like yay 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 you sound so cute yeah it is kind of cute cute. no it's so cute i'm i'm waiting for i know (laughs) you're a cute crier you can actually like talk you can actually talk while you cry not a lot of people can do that (laughs) (laughs) sorry so So anyway it what you said care about like refining your emotions and like your heart now i i am praying that the selfishness that I'm feeling and like the, this was not my timing. This was not my plan. All of those feelings are happening now so that when I have this baby, I'm able to welcome Mm -hmm. this child into the world and be everything that I need to be for the baby. Mm -hmm. Because, um, that's what I think that's what the baby deserves. If, you know, if Bryce and I, obviously whether we wanted to have this kid or not, we are having this child and I need to, um, I need to be ready because there's too many parents in the world or people who create a children or create a child and that just do not take that responsibility with any sort of Mm. weight. And that is not something that I ever want to do. And I never want to make my problem, my child's problem who did not ask to be born into this world. That is my choice mm-hmm. that I made and I want to be ready to step up as a parent and provide and do what I need to for that child. And so I think the emotions and everything I'm feeling now, I, I have to process them because I think even if someone wants to have a kid, you could still probably feel this way. Like having that moment yeah. of like, oh crap, this is real. And. Oh, totally. I, I had that with. I like had that vent session with my mom of like, what the heck? Like, are we ready for this? Like, yeah, we were trying, but like, it actually happened, mm-hmm. you know? You- but she said, 
she was like, God gives us nine months yeah. for a reason. Like, yeah. you're not having the baby next mm-hmm. week. Like, nine months is a long time. And like, I mean, even think think about you and Bryce's relationship in the first right. nine months. Yeah. Like, that changed so much. Think, think about how you and your baby's relationship, like your feelings towards that will feel. Like, it there's it's it's such a long span of time that i think it is a gift yeah yeah i didn't mean to cut no, you, you off did. sorry I cut me off. Really i'm did, glad but... that you hopped it because it's very validating to know that's also how you felt because i think every time we see like pregnancy announcements or all these things it's always after like yay like we're so excited and we're moving and like you never actually know how people feel about it and like you always wonder but no one talks about it and so i'm just i just want to know that like or if we decide to do something with this conversation like i want people to know that if you've ever felt like that it's okay and it's I guess it's normal because when you're going through it, like I feel like I'm the only selfish mother in the world to ever exist and to get pregnant. And I don't want to say resent my child, but in some ways have that feeling of just like, what the heck? What, how are you developing? How are you forming? This is not, this is not what I wanted. Mm -hmm. Like go, go like not yet. Your sisters about it. Well, I know I could talk to Cammie because I've, I've kind of talked to Cammie a little bit about it just because, I mean, she got yeah. pregnant before she was married and in college and it obviously ruined yeah. a lot of her plans. Yeah. So, and I know that I'm sure she felt a lot of the same ways I did, but in other ways, she's so strong. I don't know, maybe it's like an older sibling thing where she's like, okay, this is what I have to do. And she just stepped up to the plate, you know, and, and got that done. And, and I can look back on it now, mm. be 27 and scared out of my mind. Mm. She was 20 and having to grow up That's and wild. take that like holy moly like good job Cammy. i don't know how you did it like to have a seven-year-old right now yeah like that no like what the heck that's that's insane so her having to go through that and her just stepping up to the plate like good job because i'm like Mm. i don't even know what i'm doing right now and and you know like i saw i saw a meme once i can't remember it was like a tweet or something and or maybe it was a video and she was like scrolling through instagram or something she goes oh another teen pregnancy and then it's like me realizing i'm actually 26 and like oh you meant (laughs) to get pregnant like oh you're married i'm a child bride (laughs) yeah yes oh like you oh you're probably trying trying. yeah Yeah. instead of like oh another one bites into teen pregnancy it's like oh wait no you probably meant to (laughs) no one bites the dust and i'm like that's so funny that's so true because even, yeah. I don't know, it's it's weird because, you know, I've noticed a lot of people like our age, like, are maybe just now starting to have kids or maybe they haven't had kids yet. And they're kind of waiting and it's like, you got to see that trend a little bit. And it's mm. scary to be one yeah. of the first ones to go because I'm, I've never been the first to do something. I usually, mm. I usually am a trailer and I'm fine with that. Like, I don't care. Yeah. You wait till it's out of style. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You wait till it's You're setting the not trend mainstream. this time. <laughs> yeah. And so I think another part of that is like, yeah, it's, it's weird. Funny. It was so funny. Like the point we're having this conversation right now, barely anyone knows. Jasana, 
she sends me a picture of our volleyball team from college and she goes isn't this so funny there's only like three babies from this group of girls out of a roster of 12 oh and at this point she doesn't know that i'm pregnant oh wow and i'm just like oh yeah that's so crazy and it's like we're all like 26 (laughs) or 27 at this point yeah and the only reason why there was three is because one girl has two kids and another girl is pregnant stop oh yeah so maybe four maybe four babies Uh i don't know the number is not very high in compared to the ratio of how many girls are on our team and it's just like it's like typically i'm like yeah you're pregnant you're pregnant you've already had a kid or blah 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 and then i'm like okay i'll just like catch up but it's like i'm i'm the one now people are gonna look back at me and be like yeah she can you believe that like you remember her when Mm. she was in college she's a freaking kid now like those are the i know those are the conversations that people are about to have like (laughs) wow i wonder like yeah I but wonder also, what I think the conversations they're going to have about you are like, oh, that makes sense because it's Casey and she's like out of all of us, she's the most mature and responsible and like capable of caring for a child. But like, I, d- I think if people would say that it would be like, I don't think it would be out of like a trash talking. I think it'd be like, oh, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? No, I no, I totally, I yeah. totally know. What you mean. I want to give you like Maddie's number because this is all the same stuff that she was saying like two years ago. And then when I told them that I was pregnant, she texted me. Yeah. It was like probably the mm. sweetest text like response I've gotten from anyone about the pregnancy. It was just like, oh, what was it? I actually want to find it. Uh-huh. It was something about like get ready for the for the best thing that's ever happened to you. That was her text back. You know, yes. Please read it to me because I, those are the things yeah. that I need to hear right I now. I mean, she was in this exact same place. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. This is it. It's right here. Get ready for the best thing ever. Like, Oh, that that's, what, that's what she said, which like she, two years ago, she was just finding out that she was pregnant have said after that. getting married for, yeah. she got, they got, they celebrated their first anniversary with a two week old baby. That's crazy. That's wild. And her husband was like in law school. Like it was like not, you know, Mm. but. Ideal. Mm. Not ideal. Merit, let's document like the real pregnancy. Yeah, seriously. That's our job. Honestly, you need to because I think people do need to hear it. It ain't glamorous. What it's actually like. And two and two very and two different perspectives. You know, that's the beauty of it, too. But both like perspectives said, can, can see, like, like, positives and negatives because there just are because it's just reality. Uh-huh. I feel like I had this image of, like, what a wife was and how what my role was. Um, and that's, like, mm. I kind of hate to say it, but it's, like, housekeeping. Like, mm. you know, like, keeping the house nice. Like, yeah. I love having supper ready when he walks in the door. Like, I, I, I love doing that for him and like he loves it and so i love that it's like oh it smells great like he'll the the days that he walks in is like it he always says it reeks in here but it's like a good reek Mm -hmm. (laughs) um like when he walks in and i like like tonight i did cook supper that was the first time i cooked in probably a month oh just because i have cooked i like also the smell yeah the smell like i'm i'm surprised i even ate it after i cooked it yeah like because you know you smell something for too long and it's like no Mm-hmm. but even like yeah our house is still a wreck mm-hmm. like okay there's laundry on the floor over here that's been folded since 
Saturday, Friday, and it's not put away yet, you know, in the middle of our living room. Like things like that. That's like I usually would have that done like right away, but I like can't. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm so like tired. I'm yeah. I just feel like lazy. Mm-hmm. You know? And so like yeah. that and the cooking, I just feel like like the other day I was like crying to him and I was like, Don't leave me. <laughs> like he he would never and I I'm not that's not a genuine fear that I have like he's amazing but I just am like I'm not I'm not like the caliber of wife that I have been and I don't know when I'll be that again and like I need your help like I you know if you see a mess help me you have a different hat on now it's not just wifey you know it's something else Uh, it just and I just have felt our relationship change in that of like how yeah how like we're figuring out how to like find that intimacy elsewhere and it's hard you know we are we like our physical touch is like both of our love languages but right now it's sure the hell is not mine yeah like I don't I don't want to be touched yeah you know so how do I like show him love Mm. yeah I don't know Mm. it's just hard definitely something I mean it's funny because I can kind of speak from where my top love language is physical touch and Bryce is is, that's his Mm. almost dead last and so yeah having to gripe with Mm. that I mean it's been five years of marriage and I feel like we're kind of maybe starting to figure it out maybe we've been together for nine years maybe we're starting to figure it out and so yeah having to learn how I can be fulfilled in other ways and instead of looking to, okay, mm. how can I get validation like elsewhere? Like, is like, sure. And I think that is like one of the biggest threats of a marriage is, well, we can't connect this way. So what are we supposed to do? Like, how are you supposed to fulfill me? And then it can get a little bit mm. selfish too of just like, sure. Yeah. Well, my cup's not full. So what do you expect me to do? Like, you want me to just yeah. like, just like find it somewhere else. And, mm-hmm. and so, I, I mean, I would really just, mm. and um and I, I don't want you to feel bad about the way you're feeling. It's completely normal. And so, mm. um, anything, just mm. explore other ways of connection yeah. because that's mm. the biggest thing. And through all mm. of this connection is I found to just be so important. Like literally I could not be going through any of this without Bryce. Yeah. I can't imagine mm. single mothers. Oh like, my gosh. Wow. My heart is absolutely pouring out to you because mm. wow. To like, not have every, any every morning. No. And every morning Bryce is like, how are you? Like he greets me so selflessly Mm. and kindly in the morning. Did you sleep okay? Like all of those little seems insignificant, but so important to me in the morning. I can't imagine not having that. And so, um, the funny thing about Bryce is he literally likes quality time. That's his top love language. So he's like, you can just sit there. And I'm like, Oh, So you want me to just <laughs> how cute exist? Just be? Yeah, just that would be great. I'm like and blank. Just exist. Okay. Is this good yeah. for you? This is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. Just I'm like, okay. This is awesome. I mean, honestly, I think that's really cool to see, like, even years into a marriage, because obviously I've been a little quiet because I'm a single person, but like even understanding like love languages from your partner, like at the dating phase, I do like Colton is, um, physical touch, but I'm like, all he really wants is when we're like at dinner or like watching a movie for his arm to be around yeah. me or whatever. Like just like a touch point of contact is really 
all he needs. And like, for me, that's not what I love. I'm not really a physical touchy person, but I want, what I want is like words of affirmation or like gifts. Yeah. Like I feel very I'm selfish saying way. I want gifts, okay. but yep. I don't want like money. Like, oh, you saw this and thought of me? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like that would be yes. like top tier if anyone, you yes. know, <laughs> said that. I would be like, yes. I'm in love with you. Um, thank you. I love you. Here's my Take heart. Everything I have. Um, everything I have. But like, I think just even in dating, like, un- like beginning those like conversations of like whether it's love languages or, um, or really wherever your like communication lies. Like, I feel like probably going into marriage where you're at a year in and you're at five years in, like, just like kind of expounding. Cause I think, I always think like, well, once we get to this point, this is what it's going to look like. Once we get to this point, this is what it's going to look like. But almost every friend and both my parents have been like, well, we're still learning new things about each other now. And they've been married for like almost 30 years. And in a way I'm like, that's very freeing knowing that you're like, you don't, you're not bound by like, years into a relationship it's going to be an ever-flowing understanding and maybe in one season it's going to look like this or maybe when you were you know married right away and you were having sex all the time and maybe now like it looks just a little different like I think that's okay like to like ebb and flow and I feel like that that means that you Mm -mm. honestly have a great relationship because if it was all the same all the time I think there'd be no room for like growth there'd be no room for depth if it was at either a constant high or either a constant low, you know, if it's like ever flowing and changing, um, you know, with the seasons, I think that that just goes to show that Mm -hmm. you have good communication or that you know how to have those conversations for when another season comes. You're like, okay, we can battle that now. We've been here before. Absolutely nailed that. Because I I was actually just talking to my mom a couple days ago and we are both going through um, a study right now. It's called Rooted. It's like a 10-week series. And... I did that. Oh, did you? With my church, yeah. 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 So yeah. Bryce and I are doing it right now. I liked and it a lot. I was telling my mom about it. Yeah, and she's actually doing it. She's a couple weeks ahead of me. But every week we just kind of like talk about like, oh, this is what we're doing this week. And she's uh, and just kind of tells me what her experience was from that week. And I tell her like as I'm going through that week, like what my experience is. And um, she was like, you know, Case – I'm 62 and I'm still figuring out that I need to work on things and I still need to change things and I don't have everything figured out where you think I'm 62. How much like I need to keep working on this. Like when am I going to get better at this? I'm 62 years old and I'm like that's Mm. thank you mom for saying that because you feel like by the time you're a certain age or at a certain point in your marriage or a certain point in your relationship, it's like, shouldn't we have this nailed down by now? Like, aren't we should at a point somewhere? where like, should we keep yeah. arguing about the same thing or should like, oh, how does this conversation keep coming around? Yeah. And it's like, there's personal things that we deal with and it's like, why can I not get over this? But it's just something that you struggle with. And it's like, you, it's, it's an ongoing battle. And I think sometimes like I think in like Western culture, like specifically in the US, we're like, well, I'm going to eventually beat this and I'm going to win. And and then it no longer will be an issue because yeah. it's conquered. But it, you don't – things aren't – rarely yeah. are things truly conquered in life where you no longer think about that issue at all. Yeah. Like 
if I've ever struggled with something in my life, yeah. it didn't just disappear. I maybe got better at handling it, but it's not gone. And I think right. personally in a marriage, like if there's something like temporarily distracts you and then that's not an issue for a while, it will be an issue because you yeah. haven't dealt with it and it's dormant and it will come back. Mm. And it doesn't matter if you've mm. been married 30, my parents have been married like almost 45 years. And there's, there's, she's still telling me things like, yeah, your dad and I are still working on this. And I'm like, what? Not that isn't like, to me, I'm like, wow, you guys yeah. have all figured out. Like you're my uh-huh. parents. Like, right. You're, you're not like other people. You're the model. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and she's like, yeah, we're, you know, we're still working on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. How to deal with each other when we're in this situation. I'm like, really? Yeah. That is, and it's, it's very freeing personally because i'm like okay so i'm not a failure yeah yeah for struggling with this yeah and it's gonna be okay and yeah. even though we're messed up and even though we keep making yeah. mistakes we are still okay even in our mistakes and even in our mess ups we're still okay because we can figure it out but we have to work towards mm. a solution it has to be together yeah or whatever mm. well i think to the beauty of like this kind of space, like our podcast to all talk about topics on like so many different scales is like, we're creating a space of like realness and like how we're living right now is like that, that is our testimony in and of itself. Like that's kind of our reality. But I feel like for us, like growing up in a certain way, what was being shown was like this either picturesque way of life or this one way of like, you have to have the white house and the picket mm-hmm. fence. And if you don't have that, then you've been like somehow like here's a mark that you have to reach. And if you don't do X, Y, and Z, whether it's in this order or it looks this way, then you're not actually reaching the mark. But I think that the beauty of like now where I'm at just like mentally, I'm like, if I really remove all of those restrictions of those, like I, I can't be perfect or like my life won't look or even like I was talking to a friend tonight. I'm like, I thought I would be married by 22, like right outside of college. That's not my reality. Like, yes, I'm dating someone now as an almost, well, yeah, 28 year old like that. But like, that's not my reality. And that was years and years and years ago. You know what I mean? But being like, okay, like how much more freeing is it to be like taking, taking the bounds off of like what you thought your life would look like, look like, because reality is when you're, you know, when you're engaged, mm-hmm. people are going to ask you a certain thing. When you're married, people are going to ask you a certain thing. When you're on your kid number one, they're going to ask you a certain thing. Kid number two, it's like people, I think, mean well, but sometimes it can feel like, okay, you're asking me all these things and I don't know the answer. Like when you are engaged, well, when are you going to get married? Maybe you don't know that. When you have kid number one and someone asks, when are you going to have kid number two? I don't know yet. Like sometimes it feels like all of these worldly external pressures that make you feel like you are missing the mark. But I think there's so much beauty and maybe honestly not even pressuring people to answer these questions that you have about someone else because let them live their life, honestly, because most of the time it doesn't concern you. And even I think it depends like if you have a close relationship with the person, that's totally different. But especially someone passing by, I, I think a lot of times growing up, it was like a lot of superficial questions or like ways of life that that's that's what I thought reality was. And now that I'm living certain things, I'm like, that's actually not not the truth. And I think that's okay to be 
to be like, okay, no one's perfect. And like parents looking up, looking up to them, but realizing maybe they don't, they don't have X, Y, and Z figured out yet. What a cool thing. Yeah. Because they also have so much life to live. Something that we do is we, we ask those superficial questions, right? Because that's all we've heard. And so we think that's what we're supposed to ask or like, we don't actually know how to talk about other things because we haven't developed that side of conversation where we are like everything has to be put into a category and every 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 stereo like everything has to fit into a into some sort of category and like that's how we like rationalize everything in our mind so it's like if you're a parent okay you're a parent to how many and when are you going to stop is this your last one how come it's your like it's like we're so into the fact that like we have to figure out this portion of it but I don't think we know how to talk about individuals I don't think we do a very good job of it and I think we can you can consciously make that decision to not ask those questions anymore yeah like if you're if you if you want to know something to talk about with another person ask them how they are like actually ask don't be like hey how's it going how have you been lately yeah that's not so deep yeah that somebody you know feels extremely uncomfortable Yeah. yeah If they say like, like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. Like I, I've had conversations with, so yeah, at church is really good at this of like, you know, uh, he'll say, Hey Meredith, like, how are you? And I'm like, Oh, I'm good. How are you? And then he'll say like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Like parenting is really hard right now, blah, blah, blah. And then he'll say again, so how are you? Like, you know, he'll like go real, mm. get real and then ask you again, like, okay, so yeah, how are change you? Change the tone you know? a little. And then you can be like yeah, you know, this is not a great week. <laughs> like, yeah, be, I think yeah. being real yourself yeah. opens up other people to be real too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think it depends on the type of relationship. Yeah, totally. You know, relationship with, cause I was kind of speaking into like, like a loose, like someone that maybe you work with, but not closely. So you feel like yeah. you can say something, but you can't. <laughs> and when, you know, when there's, like, not that, like, deep relation built, like, on, like, trust and, like, probably just, like, knowledge, then I feel like yeah. it's harder to be honest, too, because you're, like, you're not someone that I would share this with, typically. So, I feel like there's, like, there can be bounds, but I think the best thing we can do is just to honestly live in freedom of, like, no one has it figured out. Everyone's yeah. living life for their first time, and, like, that's... That's kind of a cool thing. I used to think that that was a terrifying thing, but I don't know. I think where I'm at what, now. That we're I'm all like, living I, for the first time. Yeah. Just like we're figuring out. I heard something like be kind to your parents because yeah. it's their first time being yeah. parents to a this age old person before. And I have to remember that when I have like a frustration with my mom or dad. I'm like, you know what? They've never they've never done this before, too. It's not like they were given yeah. a different manual than like yeah. your mom or your mom. You know what I mean? So it's like truly be kind um, to yourself, but also to yeah. to the people around you. No, I, like I that was a random tangent, but because that, that's very like, well, yeah. So it's okay. So really, all it comes down to is feel what you need to feel because yeah. this is your first time feeling it. This is your first time going through this experience, or maybe your second time, or your third time, yeah. or whatever. And no experience is the same. Yeah. And then it's your first time. 
with that Going other one the before. second time yeah. or yeah. whenever or totally whatever and we have to stop equating yeah. and trying to equivalent these experiences and it's like well the first time you did fine and mm-hmm. the first time you did this and you blah 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 it's like it's different right yeah. it doesn't like why do we we, we don't have to quantify it it can just yeah. exist and you can feel the way that you need to feel and and that's okay and we yeah. can just talk about it without do you trying yeah. to categorize it do you feel that grace for yourself mm-hmm. like when you say that you know what i mean can you can you mm-hmm. put that into your situation? Yeah. And I think, I mean, A, vocalizing all of these feelings is absolutely necessary. So, so helpful. If you, ha- if you have these feelings, whatever your situation, if you're not speaking them, and I know I've said this before and I'm quoting Tim Ross, the other person I listen to. If you don't speak your feelings, it comes out of your body physically, whether that's in a different way that you decide to handle that. And maybe that's not a positive way. Maybe that's yeah. something negative because you're yeah. not allowing those emotions and those feelings to come out. They have to come out. So I kind of talked about this with a friend today for the first time, but I haven't broken everything down. And you guys know me. I shove my bottle full of crap and I stuff it so, so, so deep. Mm. And I wait till that bottle absolutely explodes before I actually talk about anything. So obviously what you heard tonight was a big old manifestation of a thousand million things that I crammed into a bottle and decided not Mm. to deal with until it all erupted. And, and I think it's good to just say it. So I'm like, okay, I'm kind of like, yes, I can hear that for myself. Okay. It's good to just hear my thoughts. Yeah. Sometimes we think our mm-hmm. thoughts, but to actually like physically hear yourself say well, it. Well, and it's easier it's to, different. it's like the dance floor balcony thing of like, I can see and apply things to other people. Like I can see the whole dance floor when I'm standing on the balcony, when I'm detached, but whenever it's me on the dance floor, it's harder to like apply these things. You right. Know? And you just want to evacuate the dance floor. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Evacuate the. That's why I said that. Do you remember Thank that you so song? much for doing that. Yeah, I knew I it was oh, a song really that I okay. Good. It. Glad I caught on. Stop this! I literally can, killing yeah, me. Yeah, I was quoting a song. I don't know who the artist was. Yeah, I think just a good thing to remember, and this is a quote I heard once that. Just do the best with information that you have at the time. So it's like tomorrow you're going to have different information about yourself, about your body, and you're going to make a decision in that on that day with all the information that you have. Same with the next. So it kind of, you're obviously, your life is just, you're just continuing with life, duh. But it's just like, just do the best yeah. at the time with what yeah. you have, with the information that you have. And honestly, tomorrow might be a different story and that's okay. You're going to do the same thing. You're going to make a decision. You're going to say something. You're going to think something and you're going to do the best with the information that you have at mm-hmm. the time. Same with the next day. And so I feel like it's like not a like looking back or like I regret this or I don't think that I made this decision wisely. That's okay because you didn't know what you know now. Same with us in 10 years. It's going to be so different looking back on our lives now we're going to be almost 40 in 10 years. Why Think you, about that. Why would, why would you making say decisions that? With like, I'm sorry. I know, but I just, I had to, and I am so sorry, but here we That's go. It's actually like sick. Gross. That's disgusting. Um, I know. I actually am really sad that yeah, I said that. Um, 
that was my. Yeah, I don't. Know. I think I have anything else to say other than that. Um, Mary, Mary, you can just bring basically it down further, you're guess, forty. You, uh, we're all forty. Basically, we're want. forty. We're gonna die soon. So basically, we're all forty, yeah. and we know nothing. The yeah. Do you want me to bring down the mood? Are we doing that? Well, no, I'm sad. No, I think okay. you should bring it down. Okay. I think you should bring it down. Yeah. Okay. I, I have because even oh, though I say you bring down the mood, I actually sometimes my mood is up. I know. Fair Sometimes to, I actually case have my it. mood be upper than down. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> this one is again not. This is another mood. no choice. Is what we're doing. Um, I love it. I don't want decisions tonight. I'm going to so say two words, and I and I want Go. you to to. So you know, based on geographic location, people okay. use different terminology for different things. Example: Here, put down your phone. You're distracted. Sorry, I am. Yeah, you Say didn't that hear again. anything. But you know, you know what it's about. You know what it's about because well, I was asking. Kind of I know though, yeah. options um, okay, before he came on. Yeah, sorry um, to attack you. I didn't realize the full context behind. That's this okay. Story. Okay, I, she was I distracted know. though. Like, so this I is helped good. her Thank out, you. but it's okay. <laughs> I really was. I was really curious. So about an example something. of this is like sorry. hot dish versus casserole. You know. So I thought it'd be Ooh, fun for okay. us to say those and then which ones we grew up saying. Or if you've changed, like we all live in different locations that we grew up in. Like, have you since changed? You know? Oh, mm. I actually. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, like I love that. this so much. Okay. So <laughs> let's start with that one. Hot <laughs> dish versus casserole. Apt. I grew up saying casserole and I still say casserole. Casserole. Like tater, tater tot casserole. Um, yes. Saying. Ew, who who says call, hot dish? What region calls it's it a It's a Minnesota hot dish. thing. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Hate that. Okay. No casserole. Spigot or faucet? Faucet. Faucet. A spigot is outdoors. A spigot is something outside. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's. But some people say, say spigot, spigot for their like yeah, kitchen sink. I agree. Like, well, they're wrong. They're Grab wrong. some tap yeah. from the spigot. <laughs> okay. You're incorrect. This one is a little niche, and I think I know gonna know your answer. Okay. Splinter or sliver. Ooh, I am so 50-50. What? I am so 50-50. Wait, a splinter when like a splinter when- like a piece of wood in your skin. Oh yeah. Some people call oh. that a sliver. Uh-huh. Like a sliver. Yeah, of yeah. Wood? Noah calls it a sliver and I Hate, hate. Okay, I say Why? I hate it, but I think it's kind of cute. It is kind of cute. It's sliver, but I was I like, would... wait, I've never heard anyone say that before. Mm. Yeah, no, my family totally says. Okay, is that uh, an Iowa sliver. thing? I guess. No, no, no. I think so. My dad always said sliver, so I think oh. what we would it's do a Mexican is thing. You have... Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> if you have like a big, big thing in your hand, it was a splinter. If you have just like a little thing, it's a sliver. Hmm. Oh, so it's like I think the ours amount. is just always splinter. Mama, I got a little sliver. Mama. But like, oh, I think I got a splinter today. It's like, huh. ooh, are you okay? But like a sliver is just, it's just a little sliver. Interesting. That's the best way I can describe it to you. And Kira, that's have you Have you I'm ever saying. heard of sliver? I have. I'm just trying to remember like what context it was in. Because I would say that if I was like, on those really old wooden yeah. playgrounds and I brushed my hand, that would be, I would call that a yeah. splinter like in my fingers, but like a sliver of wood. I think of that as actually a big, like a chunk almost a slab. of wood. Oh. Almost so a slab, we're kind of like op- a part. We're almost a like sliver opposite of wood. thinking. So we're almost opposite. So you're both I think okay, I would also say sliver more around my family and splinter more around other people to oh. make sure that I'm universal. I like that. Okay. 
Oh, a little adaptive. adaptive. Okay. 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 Do you say Reese's cup or Reese's cup? We have thought about this so many times. Yeah, you we guys, have. And I hate that we're even bringing it up. Yeah, this is taking me. I know. I'm like having like to college. It's Reese's. Reese's. It's Reese's Reese's because there's an apostrophe. It's Reese's. It's Reese's brand. But if you listen to that song. And and rationally. Reese's cup. No, it's Reese's puff. Reese's puff. It's Reese's puff. No. No, Oh my gosh. You guys guys are so wrong. I will say. Play it. No, listen. listen, Pull up that song. I say Reese's when I'm talking about pieces because it rhymes. Reese's pieces. That's that's why they named it that. That's why they It's a Reese's cup. I'm trying to. My hands look are it over my face. I need Come to on, know. you guys. I remember one time no, you agreed re- with me rationally, Mare. You know that it's Reese's. He owns. I Reese's. get it. You agreed with me grammatically. You it said makes I get sense, it, but I'm not but gonna say it. That's what no. you said. Grammatically, it makes sense, but I'm not gonna believe it. It's Reese's puff. Reese's puff. No peanut butter chocolate flavor. No. Don't even come at me. Reese's no. puff. Reese's okay, puff. Next Reese's one. puff. Okay, I think that must be an East Coast soda thing or pop. I grew up saying soda, but now I say pop now that I live in the Midwest. And I grew up saying or pop, Coke. but I say soda people, now that I live in the West Coast. Yeah, I think Coke is maybe a Southern thing, oh. like people calling it is. all soda Coke. It is, or like what kind of yeah Coke I've seen you that. Want. What kind of Coke you want? Yeah, yeah. And then they'll be like Doctor. <laughs> but again, that's one of those things where it, I can be interchangeable. Sure. Because well, I remember when yeah. I first moved out here, I said, hey, you guys spilled a bunch of pop in the gym to these kids when I was working. Um, and they're like, what's pop? pop? And then I was like, mm, yeah, they don't say that out here. So I, I'm an, I'm a chameleon. That's what I'll say. I like that. And I'm universally soda. You're soda. I don't say either yeah. or. I'm just, just soda. Okay. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Sucker or lollipop? I grew up saying lollipop and I still say lollipop. Sucker is kind of gross. It reminds me of a fish. Mm. <laughs> I'm kind of 50-50 I, on I'm this 50, one. 50. I, would, I would say, well, maybe 51, 49, 51 being lollipop. I think if I'm talking about it really casually, I will say a sucker. Yeah. <laughs> like like the little, like if someone has like a sucker on their, like a bowl of suckers on their desk, I'd be like, can I have a sucker? 100%. But like if I'm, mm. But it's a very like cat. It's like I'm a slang to lollipop. I think. Yes. I think the other thing too, like there was, there's a brand called blow pop. You guys know that one, right? Yeah. And so sometimes we would actually say, do you guys want to blow pop? Like we wouldn't, oh. like we would call oh, it by the brand. Okay. okay. Um, Even when you're not talking about a blow pop or just when you know, that was pops. really, that was really only reference, but I like oh, okay. blow pops are, I, they were always in they a are good. stand. well yeah and like if you're having a tootsie pop you'd say tootsie pop too yeah exactly i think we would call things by brand but i would probably default to sucker more than lollipop i would say lollipop is more of like a specialty like the big swirly ones (laughs) yeah like oh that's a lollipop like we represent the lollipop the lollipop yeah yeah okay okay exactly okay Um, i respect i went to a different song uh (laughs) Like a lollipop. Is that what you're thinking of? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you might know the gutter. Sneakers versus tennis shoes. No. I grew up always saying sneakers, and I still say it. 
I'm going to say tennis shoes, actually. Okay. My family says tenny runners is like, kind of like a joke. I like that. Oh. Tenny runners. That's fun. But yeah, I remember I, I said I don't sneakers. Say yeah. I said sneakers in a preschool to like my class in Kansas and they were like, what's a sneaker? They like didn't know what I was even talking about. And I was like, what? So I, I like, like I almost say sneakers when they're more like of a cutesy shoe rather than like a like a tennis shoe to me is like I could wear this athletically and like do an this for a run. But yeah. if I'm like, look at these cute new sneakers I got. They're like not meant to be worn and athletic. Yeah. Oh, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would also say the funny thing about playing tennis actually in college is I actually had my tennis yes, shoes. Yes, that's fun. And then my tennis shoes. But I like I had to separate. I'm like, where are my tennis shoes? Like I had to like separate the words. But then if I'm just casually being like, where are my tennis shoes? I think of it like my athletic tennis shoes, mm. like my sneakers, I guess. I like that. That's kind but of. But different than my actual Do you still think shoes that now? How funny. Cheers. Um, I do have a lot of tennis shoes still left over from college. Just a whole closet full. So I would say, yeah, I separate the two. No, I don't. Not at all. I actually think that in college, they were probably both the same. I don't even think I had official shoes. Balls in the fall. Balls in the fall. So no, I don't actually even refer to tennis shoes anymore because I'm not in any tennis spaces. Okay. Maybe my pickleball pickle shoes. shoes. Pickle shoes. Pickle Rick. Pickle shoes. <laughs> I hate okay, them. Okay. Well, that, those were the words. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was our last oh, one. Okay. Well, I do have a couple more, but they're not quite as fun. Or I feel like we're all going to have the same answer. So do you want me to do the rest of them? There's well, I just, four more. I just needed I just needed to know. Okay. Like, okay. This is our last one. One more. Last one. Okay. Okay. Craw, crawfish or crayfish? Crawfish. Crawfish. Who says crayfish? I say crayfish. Like we're gonna look. Okay. Yeah, that was we're one that I saw. Crayfish I'm in the shocked. Reese's puff. No. Peanut butter chocolate Reese's. flavor. I no. think I think it's listen, Reese's. listen, listen, listen. Okay, listen. I no, think it's listen. one of those situations where it's yes, a blue it's a dress laurel? or it's a white dress. It's a Laurel or Yanny situation. Okay, hold on. Okay. Okay, both of you listen to it. Opposite. Green needle. Mayor, you listen to Reese's. Case, you listen to Reese's. Okay, ready? I don't hear it. I'm not even gonna. I don't. Reese's puff. You said Reese's puff. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. It. The did, thing is, I okay, hear Reese's. There, I was listening for Reese's. It, I did hear Reese's puff. I ha- I hate really? to say I wanted to lie, but I cannot tell a lie. I did hear Reese's, but when I listen for Reese's, I hear Reese's. I think it's a Laurel. I actually Yandy tried situation. to listen. That's I weird. literally yeah, tried to I hear it, it for is. Reese's, but I I couldn't hear it. I'm sorry, I couldn't. Well, I'm shocked. Floored even. So crayfish. So crayfish. That was our last crayfish. one. Is, was that the last one? Can you tell me <laughs> why? Hard, crayfish, hard back. Can you tell me uh, why crayfish? I don't know. That's just like what, that's what they are. Crayfish. Like we would go like into the creek and look for crayfish. Or crawdad. Like crawdad. Call, yeah. Crawdad. We'd you say call, crawdad you call too. Crawdad? crawdad? No, we'd say crawdad. Do you see how that doesn't make, do you see how that doesn't make sense though? Okay, but there, that's literally <laughs> an, an appropriate pronunciation. That's like yeah. a spelling is crayfish. Like, 
C-R-A-Y-S-H. I'm Googling it. Yeah. Crayfish. It's a thing. Do you guys call it milk or milk? Milk. It has an I. I say milk. You guys okay. know. I say I know some people weird. here in the weird. South that say milk. I say milk. I say milk. What is what is yours? Milk. You said it so say it fast. Say it slow. Milk. I know. Milk. milk. She says it with a short E. So milk. Eh. It's like an I-E almost. Like both and. Milk. Milk. A cafe milk? Well, okay. Well, not like that. <laughs> cafe milk. I say I say milk. I say Why milk. does that sound so good? It doesn't milk. I say it with a short I say milk. Milk. I think it's fine as long as you don't say milk. That one's wrong. No, that's I think gross. Milk, I also I, think say, I also say like pillow. Like I, I would say I pronounce oh, the same okay. e in milk. And I was pillow. just gonna ask say, that one. I say pillow. I kind of like that. It's cute. I don't like. I do you say s'mores or s'mores? <laughs> okay, no one's gonna agree with you. <laughs> Thanks no for listening, everyone. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> okay, Mayor wants to go to bed, oh, so we love gosh. you guys. Thanks for listening, <laughs> and see you next week. Bye. Bye. Woo! That's a bit of a doozy. <laughs> Here we are. Bit of a doozy. Um, okay, so first of all, I want to let you guys all know that I'm fine. That I have <laughs> I have done a lot of reflecting. <laughs> a lot of... Um, just a lot of, uh, I think, internal... What's the word that I'm looking for? All I can think of is internal dialogue, and that's not the word I'm looking for. Growth. I don't know. Introspection. Yes, that's a great word. Yeah, that's a good word. That's a great Uh word. Uh, I have done a lot of introspection on um, just those feelings, and it is really incredible because at that moment, I never felt more strongly about those feelings, you know? And, like, as I was going back and listening to that conversation – it did kind of, uh, kind of made me tear up a little bit, remembering how I felt, and it was so genuine, and all those feelings were just so true to me at the time. Um, and I'm not gonna say that I'm a hundred percent healed, and that time heals all wounds, right? I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that. Um, but in terms of growth and how I feel that I've been able to kind of overcome some of the huge insecurities or the biggest fears I had of it and um, come out on the other side. And I can, I can confidently say again, it's February 15th. I was like, why February 15th? I remember I'm really, I'm really excited to be a mom and I'm really, really excited to um, have this baby. Yeah, yeah. So mm. I can say that. That makes me now. really happy to hear. Yeah. That's Not that gross. I ever doubted that you would. Go I know. There, I but know. Yeah, I remember listening to him just being like, "Oh man, like it. It's got. It's gonna be so good, mm-hmm. you know. Like, mm-hmm. but it's so hard to yeah. see that. Yeah, it is. It is really hard to see that. Yeah. And um, so much time has passed, really, in the sense that, like, I, I'm. LOLing hard at myself because I was like, my body is going through so many changes. And I was like, well, like flipping eight or nine weeks at that point. And (laughs) I'm like, I'm dying at myself now thinking of how much I hadn't even done anything. And then I'm going to LOL at myself in another 10, 
15 weeks and being like, you didn't know anything. So it's just funny. Like, I think I've said this before, but it's like when you are, get an old memory of something like on Facebook or something and you're like, ew, why did I ever make that Facebook status? I just want to punch myself in the face. It's a little bit of that, honestly. Me all the time, to be honest. Yeah. Um, A little, like, part of it is like, wow, that's super cringe. But at the same time, I'm like, mm, that girl needed to feel all those feelings. And I'm really thankful that I had a place to say all that and feel confident in yeah. that no matter what I said, you guys were going to be like, okay. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, what do you need? What do you need? How can I help? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I literally yearn for everyone to feel that way and feel like they can have people to go to. And I also just want to say, like, if you feel like you don't have anybody, we're here for you. Yeah. Because, man, oh, man, I can't imagine going through all of those nasty feelings that I was having without you guys. I truly don't know if I would have made yeah. it out on the other side and be able to sit here and laugh at myself now. Um, yeah, it's huge. I'm not like completely laughing at her, but I'm like kind of laughing at her because she's kind of drama a little bit. Well, <laughs> Sorry. I was going to ask you what what's like one thing looking back that you would tell your eight week pregnant self now in hindsight. Um take one day at a time I have this tendency to try to swallow my entire plate at once and just digest it and just however painful it is I'm just gonna like go through it right now and I'm just I'm gonna figure it out and I don't want to take the time and be patient to process every sit or every single bit of my meal I just want to eat it all one bite and be on my way and just figure out the rest later. Um, and this analogy, has been a really but, good uh-huh, time. I'm tracking. I know it was. And as it was coming I like out, it. I was like, I don't know if this makes sense. No, no I get it. it. Does Do you sense. get it? It's the good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. And sorry, I made you it's just that. So <laughs> like it's no, it's just funny with my life because the small details are so annoying to me. Like they're so annoying. Like for me, it's like, find out pregnant, have baby tomorrow, raise child. <laughs> those are the big points. Yeah. Like, and that's, those yeah. are like, those are the things I want to figure out. And we talked on the podcast, like you were saying from the girl from what we said podcast. I don't remember her name. Sorry. Um, that she doesn't like being pregnant. And I, I can, I can still sit here today and say, I don't like being pregnant. I don't think this is very fun. And yeah. people who enjoy it. Good for you. Honestly, good for you. I don't feel that way at all. Um, And I don't think my opinion's going to change on that anytime (laughs) soon. Um, But I have learned that within every stage, every week that this child is growing and every week that my body is changing and there's certain things that I have to deal with and be comfortable with, it, it forces me to slow down and face every single day. And I don't like to do that because I just think of, okay, when's the next big thing that I can get to in life? And let's just get through all the days until I can get to that next big thing. And I don't, I, I, I can't do that right now. And so it was a, this has been a big disruption of my life. Um, but it's been a really healthy disruption because it's just forced me to slow down and 
not fill my entire day full of things that are unnecessary or just because I want to do it. So I don't know. Does that answer your question Mm -hmm. after my weird analogy? Yeah. I'm hearing you say like you have uh, a tendency to like, and I think we all can do this too of like catastrophizing or like, oh my gosh, Mm. this is how it's always going to be. Yeah. Like now this is what my life is when in reality, no, that's how it is right now. But one day at a time, you know, Mm -hmm. only, only you only need to do what, what you need to do right now. Yeah. Yeah. I am definitely like, it's funny. Go ahead. It's funny. Like I've seen so many, you know, clips and random things about pregnancy because I have a lot of people in my life pregnant right now and a lot of it is like well it's funny how God made pregnancy like you know nine months he could have made it like two months one month a lot shorter but like when you think about it nine months is like it's like a long time I'm sure when you're in it but in hindsight it can be like oh nine months of your life is not that long but like I feel like it's such an intentional way of being like it's gonna feel like you have to get through it day by day by day Mm -hmm. to get to the nine months and I feel like there's a like a kind of crazy beautiful thing in that in and of itself is the actual time that you're going to be pregnant before the child is born that just to your point it seems like it's almost forcing you to be like you're right like I do need to just take it a day at a time and not just either you know wish to the end because the end will be here soon enough but also in the moment be like, this is not how it's going to be forever. Like there will be an, an insight, but for now, what can you do today? So I think what you said was really cool. And like, kind of like just in the last couple months, that's what you've seen growth. So in a way, like hopefully that's encouraging to yourself now of like in a couple months, like seeing how you grow all the more, not just physically, but like <laughs> mentally. <laughs> That was bad. That was bad. I'm sorry. That was worse analogy than mine. Yeah, that was the worst. <laughs> I thank you, and I agree. But I think what you said is really, like, really awesome, and I think will be really helpful too for people to hear how your mindset has changed. Yeah, I think a lot of things have just happened yeah. in these past uh, couple months in life too that have just forced me to slow down and just be thankful for every day and every. Um situation every person I have in my life the outpouring of love that I have received since you know telling people that I've been pregnant has been um humbling and so undeserving like people love so sweet people uh, like have loved Bryce and I so hard and you don't realize like the amount of people that are in your corner until also I disagree so deserving oh well thank you so deserving thank you yeah um but it is it's just really cool because people step up for you and it's like all those relationships that you've been forming and that you've been you know working to cultivate kind of come to I don't know they come to a place where they turn around and that love is reciprocated back to you and it's like oh my word wow thank you but yeah um 
thanks for and honestly like listening back on it i'm like i have the best friends in the whole world <laughs> like who would sit there and listen to their friend weep that conversation is a lot longer than you guys heard so these poor <laughs> girls had to actually sit through me in my disgust for a lot as soon longer as casey got on i think kira and i both were like oh we're not talking about beige flags tonight is that what or we're whatever, gonna or talk? whatever our topic was? I don't know. Whatever our topic was, I think we were both like, okay, we're not talking about this tonight. No, no. <laughs> and that's I mean, I that's think fine. The- that's like what friendship is too. You know, is pivoting and like that. We're not in this for like the production. We're in this no. to like the whole right. reason why we have this podcast is literally so that we can like Facetime once a week. <laughs> yeah. You know, With really good exactly. sound quality. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Because it's definitely not video quality. I mean, I I'll tell you that. No. <laughs> good thing you guys can't see this actually. Well, I think at the beginning too, we were like, "Do you want to talk about it? Do you not?" Because you were obviously crying, and I think that was our end of being like, "Okay, yes, let's like, yeah, dive into yeah. it." And that was yeah, I, like thirty minutes I remember before this. You literally said, "Do you want to talk about it?" And well, you can you got hear on me. And you were like, I just need a minute. We can do this. I'm, I'm fine. We can do this. And I was like, come on. Yeah. Like that. So, no. And that's so me to be like, listen, yeah. I just need to cry for five seconds. Let me just like go figure it out. I'm going to pull myself together. Right. And, and we're I'll like, be right uh-uh. back. No. And like, that's yeah, it is put your seatbelt on. Buckle up. I know. We're just going to do this. And, yeah. and Kira was just like, is that moment of like, do you want to talk about it? And it was, it wasn't like. And she said it in a very loving way, but it's more of like, mm, you need to talk about this clearly because yeah. it is bothering right. you. Um, I don't want to so pry really thankful. right now, but also. I don't want to pry, but also you yeah. obviously need to talk about this because you're yeah. kind of a right. disaster. So I am grateful for that too. And I don't think you guys get to hear that in uh, the audio, but these, yeah, you guys are just the best. I'm thankful for you guys. Oh, we love you through all the things. Thanks. Through yeah. thick and thin. Highs and, and we're lows, talking about your changing body. <laughs> we love you and your body. changing body. Yeah. <laughs> we do. I have to say affirmations. Well, thanks for listening. We, we've we said this before. We want to be as authentic as possible. And so that, that this is us doing that. So thanks for listening yep. and giving us the space to do this. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Um, and we love to hear from you. We're going to start um, reading emails again next week. So write in your emails to it's been forever pod at gmail.com. And you can find us on really all the platforms and listen to us, rate, subscribe. We just love hearing from you. So um, mm-hmm. whatever you want to write to us about any past episode or anything you've from today or, or whatever, or maybe you just want to tell us your favorite color we'd love to hear it we yeah. welcome it all to be honest we welcome it all so yeah Thank thanks you guys. for listening you guys making it to the very end yep all the way love to you. the end of this and we'll see you next week yeah bye 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 bye, bye.